Hello, my name is Rachel. I'm Amanda. And we're Funny Humans. We haven't seen each other in a whole, like, 16 hours. <laughs> it's been so long. So long. Um, so, today, we're going to talk about Woodstock, Woodstock, Stoked, Fat Amy, our favorite podcasts, and gym stories. Also, there's a story somewhere in here about duck farts and Nelly. Concerts. By the way, if you don't know what a duck fart is, it's a drink. Drink responsibly, kids. If you're kids... Don't, don't be drink. drinking. But if you do, drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Pedialyte. <clears throat> it's key. Aspirin. You're welcome. Anyway, so Rachel, you were telling me. It was your first day Back. of your, what semester is this? Spring. Spring 2018. So yes, I had this international studies class, which is like prerequisite for all of the other classes. Mm. And it's also a social science general education class, which is weird. Um, so a lot of people who are in it, I think are going to be like, and then also some people who are like major specific are yeah. in it, like me. Um. Anyways, our professor today, it's like 1130 in the morning, which really isn't that early. But for most people, it was probably like their first class of the day. So this professor was like ready for the semester. Like he loves geography <laughs> and was very excited to start the class off. And everyone is just like done already. <laughs> <laughs> first day back everybody's over it he is literally <laughs> like the he was a dad he made all of the dad jokes and he was going through the syllabus all excited and he was like i was a boy scout safety is my favorite thing i have an entire slide based off room safety so we get to it and he was like <laughs> he was like it was so fun last semester we had an earthquake drill and I made the students get underneath their desk. Most teachers will just roll their eyes and say it's fine, but no. <laughs> He's like, you will get underneath that desk. I don't know the last time I got under a desk in any sort of earthquake drill or even an earthquake. Earthquakes are honestly one of my number one fears. Really? Like, fun fact about me, I hate earthquakes. We live in Alaska. <laughs> this is a part of our everyday lives. Uh, and, like, the thing is, with, like, most fears, you can escape them. Like, yeah. I don't like spiders. You can live escape in Alaska. a spider. Don't like snakes. Live in Alaska. <laughs> don't like earthquakes. Leave Earth. Like, that's not an option. <laughs> this is true. I don't... No, this is very true. Yeah. Don't I like... Mean, maybe you could live on the ocean, and if you feel the earthquake, it would just be, like, a little slight wave in the boat but you wouldn't even know because it's just a slight wave but then also you have the problem of dealing with like tsunamis and true very real life events other that be controlled events so it's just like i just like to not think about natural disasters because we can't control them and i hate that <laughs> this is our lives <laughs> um but yeah basically like this class sounds really interesting professor is um a little cuckoo but that's fine it makes the class more interesting also i think um, the best classes i've had have been teachers also i've realized that third year in school finally realized that if you sit next to like if you sit next to someone you should introduce yourself at the end of the class mm -hmm. and be like hi i'm rachel or whatever just so that you are able to like have a partner in the class yeah. like if you miss the class if you whatever like they will appreciate it so if you're like going into school or a study buddy. Or a study buddy. Anything. Like, don't feel awkward introducing yourself to yeah. other people next to you, around you, because they're probably in the same boat as you. Like, Oh, for sure. Another thing on, just in classrooms in general, is I learned, like, I've always tried to do well in class, but I have learned that if I sit in the back of the classroom, I will get so distracted. I have to sit in, like, the first, like, one to two, three rows, mm -hmm. or else I don't pay attention. Oh, yeah. For and sure. 
I own it. <laughs> like I walk, I walk in that classroom. I don't care if I'm late. I will walk to the front and sit down mm-hmm. because I'm not gonna sit there to waste my time. Also, side note for any of those listening, if you sit in the front row of a classroom, like not a lecture style classroom where it's elevated, yeah, just a regular classroom, the people who sit in the front row are always the ones who like are do very well and get better grades, mm-hmm. or like the first two rows, and then in like a lecture style classroom. It's either the first row closest to the professor or, like, that golden square... In the center. In the, cen- the center center of the place. Yeah. That get the best grades. Yep. So... It's very true. If you're looking for a place to sit... There, there you go. go. <laughs> Jinx. I'll bring you a Coke. Thank you. Anyway, so what else? So that was your international studies class. Mm-hmm. How was the rest of your day? Was um, I there had... anything else exciting? had Spanish class. Uh, we all got to know each other really well because it's a very small classroom, so we couldn't really walk around or talk. About, like, we walked around yeah. once, and then we realized, oh, that was a bad idea because it was small and Because there's no way to walk around in that classroom. No. And so there's, like, 26, 30 students in there, and I'm sitting by this one guy, and then, like, we got to know each other really well because she wanted us to practice terms and all of this stuff. So we're saying, like, como esta, and, like, como estas, sorry. For those of you listening, you know Spanish. Como estas? How are you? <laughs> um, so we said, like, how are you, like, 40 freaking times to the same person. So I got to know Aaron really well. That's the kid next to Hi, me. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. <laughs> Watch us be, like, good friends in, like, a, a year or two. He's going to be like, hey, in 2018, you, like, shouted me out. I'm like, yeah, I did. You're welcome. Also, funny story about Aaron. He had a llama on his shirt. Stop. And it said, como se, on it. And I was like, (laughs) You know he wore that to Spanish class on purpose. That is a great shirt to wear to Spanish class. And he says, I know. (laughs) He even, he, like, commented on extra tufts. Weirdest guy ever. Like, I think he used to make small talk with me. Probably thought I was cute. It's fine. You are. It's okay. But he, like... Like, we spent like, half the freaking class talking to each other, asking yeah. each other how we were. Muy bien. <laughs> Every two minutes. <laughs> Still muy bien. Hasn't changed. Status um, quo. And he, like, looks over. He's like, those are really nice extra tops. And I'm like, thank you. He's like, did you make them yourself? And I was like, what? And he's like, well, I've never seen them like that. Because, like, I have lace-up extra tops. Yeah. They're um, cute. But it was just But funny. I I had never seen them before I saw you um, my dad's buying me new extra tufts when uh, I get down to Juno. Is he buying you Sam and Sister ones? No, we have to get the shorties. Oh. Because when we go on the boat, when we go to, I'm going on a two and a half week fishing trip in Mexico, tuna fishing trip for a graduation present. So I asked him, I was like, dad, what kind of shoes am I bringing? Like, I'm, I only have my steel toe insulated extra tufts. Those aren't going to do me well in Mexico. No. <laughs> so he's buying me new, like, you shorties. You should get the octopus ones, though. It'd be cute. That would be so cute. I'm sure I could convince him. Totally. Um, anyway, cool. That, that sounds like day. a good day. Yeah, it was just two classes. Um, how was your day? My day? Um, well, technically, this is my 8 a.m., even though it's 8 p.m. How was your morning? My morning was good. I worked, um, the midnight to 8 shift. Went and, ooh, so I bought, for my fishing trip, I'm really excited for it, I bought clothes, and so I put in the order online, I emailed my dad and was like, these are the right clothes, right? He said yes. So, put in the order. Like, no, I'm not a size medium. <laughs> I don't like pink. <laughs> hey, I didn't get any pink. <laughs> I only got three long sleeve and then four pairs of pants, so two shorts, two pants, and they're all lightweight, moisture wicking, quick dry, whatever. But I put the order in, and then I get an email notification that my can- my order's been canceled. Yeah. 
So I go back, I re-put everything back in my um, shopping cart because I was like, I need these clothes. I don't want them to sell out because they're on sale. So they could sell out at any time. I call the the customer service line, talk to this lady. She's like, oh, well, you just accidentally put your mailing address as both your mailing and your billing address. I'm like, that's what I get for doing this as soon as I'm off work without my glasses on while I'm like sleepy in bed. No wonder I messed this up. Um, but I'm talking to her and she's like, yeah, I used to live in Alaska, blah, blah, blah. This lady was so nice. I talked- Amazon? No, this was, um, Dick's Sporting Goods. (laughs) She was so nice. She was telling me about how she, like, moved here back and forth. That's fantastic. To Alaska three times. And and how her favorite drive ever is, like, through the Turnigan Arm. And, oh, it was- Yeah, it was hilarious. She was so kind. And she's like, well, I'm just gonna stay on the phone. I'm like, really? You just want to chat with me, lady? But she's like, I'm just gonna stay on the phone until you submit the- resubmit the order to make sure that everything's gone on, like, gone through right. (laughs) What a nice customer service lady. Such a nice customer service lady. So then went to bed. Such customer service. (sighs) Yes. Um, I was, I was served so well. Um, (laughs) so wake up and then went to my coworker's house. She does these love maps. Yeah. On Etsy. Etsy. (laughs) Epsi. Let me restart that. Cool people designs on Etsy. There you go. Um, so she does these love maps and they're customized. So say, so we could do one for our friendship. She did one for her and her friend. So you fill out this questionnaire and you do like where you guys met, what the date was, what high school. So say if if it's, you know, for us, like the different high schools we went to, where we met, all these different things. And it would be like our adventures. So we could have like little things of our trips there and like just different things that make it you. So for couples, she usually has like where they met in the date, where they've lived lived, where they got engaged, where they're getting married or got married. Um, she always has a little compass and it's like completely personalized. And she even told this to us today. She was like, more is more. (laughs) She's like, more is better. She likes to hide all these little details in her maps. That's adorable. It is the, it, they're wonderful. Like I, I want one. I bet she watches so many romance movies. I, I wouldn't put it past her. Yeah. Yeah. But she's, she's amazing. And she just does great, great work. Cause she's so talented. That's awesome. And so we're selling these at the wedding show on Sunday. Um, come see us. <laughs> anyway, so shall we get into our bullet list, bullet point? The rest. <laughs> Number one, 50th anniversary of Woodstock. Oh, I'm stoked. So Amanda here in high school, yep. junior year of her high school, yep. did a big research project on Woodstock. Yeah. And she just remembered the other day we were talking and she was like, oh my God, the 50th anniversary is coming up. It's in 2019. So it's next year in like August, like mid-August yep. Um, in Bethel, New York. Well, we're hoping. Um, But I mean, they have to do the 50th. If they did the 30th, they have to do the 50th. Like, come on. Yeah. So I, like she said, I did this June, it was our junior, big junior project. We each had to do one. I did mine on Woodstock. I just love it. I it's love like the music. most Amanda thing I've ever heard. Yeah. What'd you do your project on? Woodstock. Woodstock. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it did all this research on it and I love music. I love, I, which is funny because I've never been to a music festival in my life. I've literally been to one concert. Do you want to go well, to Coachella? Two, two concerts. Yes, I do. <laughs> two concerts ever. The 90s concert. 
Yeah, that was my first concert ever. And then we went to um, D&CE concert. 90s concert that we had, like, a couple years ago? No, 90s concert that we had, like, last year. Like, last summer. When Cisco and... Oh my god, that was your first concert? My first concert! And I was 23. That's sad. I know. And I don't count, like... I don't count, like, little... Yeah. Like, actual concert concert. That was my first concert. Um, My first concert was a... Want to say it's Toby Keith? I don't know. It was some country, country singer, older yeah, country singer. And my mom. It was like when I was younger. I was maybe like ten. It was just, it was like a big surprise. And she <laughs> picked me up from school, and she told me like, "Hurry up! Like we have to go home. Like change, and then we're leaving." And I'm like, "Where are we going?" And she's like, "To Mul- Mulcahy, which is the baseball field." Um, so she was tricking you because yeah. And she told me the reason she, the thing that I believed was that she said someone invented fireworks that you can see in the daylight because it's summertime in Alaska. I have no idea where she pulled this out of her butt. She (laughs) believed her. I was 10. Okay. Um, it was super cute. That's exciting. That's super cute. Second concert was going to a Nelly concert. Oh, I love him. When Nelly came up here, I was like 14. (laughs) Um, my mom decided to take my mom and her best friend decided to take me to a Nelly concert with my, at the time, quote-unquote, boyfriend. Oh, Lord. I was 14 again. Quote-unquote, boyfriend. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we're there. We're, we both probably have a contact. My mom and her friend decide that they don't want to be there because, you know, it's a bunch of high people. So they go down to McGinley's. McGinley's pub. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they drink duck farts. <laughs> you and your mom. No. My mom and her friend. They I, mean, I mean, that's what I meant. Your mom and your friend. Her friend. And her friend. They left you guys at the concert? Yeah. And they went and drank duck farts. Oh my god. And they came back. And I thought it was funny. I thought they were funny. Didn't realize until I turned 21 and had an actual duck fart what it was. Well, I mean, I knew it was a drink, but I didn't know, like, how freaking strong it was. (laughs) So here you are, seven years later, realizing how drunk your mom was. She wasn't drunk. She was tipsy. It's fine. Um, but, yep, that was my second concert. I've been to many concerts. I can't believe you hadn't been to one until you were... 23. 23. I mean, I went to, like, little concerts, but I didn't count them. It was, like... Right. Yeah. It's not anything to brag about. No. No. So, my first concert ever was the 90s. I love the 90s concert. And second concert was DNCE in the same year. Penny, do you want down? Dang. And then, um... So, back to Woodstock. The whole reason Back to Woodstock. So... I love music, and I love, like, the idea of going to festivals, <laughs> I love, like, these things. Um, and so I wanted, you know, I did my whole project on Woodstock, so we were in the car, and it dawns on me that this is going to be soon. Um, we looked it up, Rolling Stone wrote an article about it, um, not necessarily that they are going to do it, just more do it, but they were, like, reporting on it, like, letting people know, like, this is a thing. This- still tbd if it's gonna happen yeah but if it does we're there we're there (laughs) but the like original it was like august 15th or 18th or something like that um in bethel new york 1969 yep so if it happens hopefully it's there again Mm -hmm. um so we came home told my dad about it because i'm like it's my dad (laughs) told my dad about it (laughs) And he's like, 
no way. <laughs> Got super excited. <laughs> Looked up from his computer. My mom, like, and his basically was sitting there listening to this story and going, I'm not hearing any of this. Like, I'm not a part of this. My dad's listening, like, he stops what he was doing. He's like, are you serious? We're going. This is so cool. My dad's really big enough riding motorcycles also. And so he says, like, when is this? Like, is it this year? And we're like, no, it's next year. He's like, perfect. That gives me just the right amount of time to find a Volkswagen bus. Bus. Like, fix it up and we can take it there. And I'm like, stop. And I'm like, wait, dad, what we can do is me and Amanda can drive it from Anchorage all the way through Canada and you can ride your motorcycle, like, next to to us. us. Yeah. Because he's always wanted to ride his motorcycle through, like, all the way through Canada. So we could, we could do this entire road trip, the road trip to Woodstock. Exactly. This is a real possibility. It's going to happen. And I really need the set list for for the 50th reunion or 50th anniversary of uh, So Woodstock. we can prepare ourselves. So that we can prepare because the tunes on that road trip are going to be epic. True. But we got to, like, pump ourselves up for the, for the festival. Epic tunes. Epic tunes for an epic trip. Yep. So that's going to happen. I mean, we are hoping it's going to happen. If anything, we're going on, we're going to Bethel, New York in 2019. Maybe just in- because mid-August of 2019 will be real popular. We can have a meetup there. Yeah. With our fans. Fun <laughs> Humans podcast meetup. At the Woodstock, 50th reunion Woodstock. Yep, it's happening. Perfect. Decided. So, we mentioned last week that we had a theory about Fat Amy, and we were going to get back to it. Yes. We ended up not getting back to it last week. We just ran out of time. So, while we were doing our research for this episode... Mm-hmm. We found out that, I mean, it is, granted, it is 2018, so we were sure, like, someone else had this idea also. So we look it up, someone else did this have, yep. have this idea. And they wrote an entire, like, paper about it. And it was, it was quite, like, it was impressive. It was very impressive. Um, um, little article. his name? So, Dash the Bomber, I think. Um, hope he's not an actual bomber, because that wouldn't be cool. This theory is... I'm, I'm pulling it up. So, um, basically... Behind the story, we were watching How to Be Single with Rebel Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, her character in there, I'm sitting there, realize I'm like, you know, this character is Fat Amy, just grown Later, up, like grown up, has her degree, never really settled down with anyone, just wants to be thirty, flirty, and thriving, always. And and then I start thinking about all of the movies she's been in. And how it's basically like Fat Amy at different stages of her life. Mm -hmm. And it's a very large typecasting thing. Yep. But also, it's just funny because of the character that it is. And if if you really follow it in the way that um, I'm going to explain here in a second with this article, if you follow it, it really does make sense. Like, Mm -hmm. that was her... And then it was, and then she was here, and then this happened. Yeah, and it's just like you're watching her life. Basically, Hollywood is filming different stages of Fat Amy's life. So, and I don't think you should read the whole thing. No, no, I was just gonna, I was just gonna highlight. So the order that it kind of went through was there was Pitch Perfect one and two, to Pain and Gain, to Night at the Museum, to How to Be Single. So watch those movies in order and tell us we're wrong. And then yeah. But or, also, no. uh, what's his name? Like, Reese. Dash. 
So Dash the Bomber, he's a sailor in his 20s. Which and wh- are, what are you reading this on? This is Gravis Ludus. I think this is really just people who watch like a, a lot of- a blog site. Yeah, it's like a blog site. People who watch movies or play, like, games, this yeah. is where they- So we're adding the person who wrote this, because we don't want to steal yeah, his idea. Yeah, this is his idea. Or Slash Get Sued. Um, we don't know if there has been more people who had this, so, like, maybe he stole it from I mean, somebody else. 2018, we're not the only ones who had no. this idea. But it's a guy who wrote this. I really appreciate it because it really put all of the thoughts that we had into a cohesive thought. Yep. Which doesn't always happen. No, ever, actually. Well, the tangents here. It's mm-hmm. fine. So. <laughs> <laughs> How to transition. So. so. All right. Our favorite. Do our favorite podcast. So. We has... figured we should let you guys know like who inspired us why how we got into podcasts like not into podcasting we covered that last time right but really what where our start was in the podcast world i mean not necessarily my start in the podcast world but like my favorite podcast is called and that's why we drink uh you can find it on like spotify itunes i'm sure anywhere that you can pick up a podcast it's on there um, but Google, the Google, um, but basically it is these two ladies, their names are Em and Christine and they tell one, one lady tells stories about like true crime. Uh, and the other one tells like, not ghost, like, I mean, ghost stories, but also like paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. It's very interesting. Like, a lot of ghost stories, a lot of, um, oh, I was trying to think, what other supernatural stuff? They just talk, it's just cool. It's very cool. And it's not the kind of, like, it's not scary where you can't listen to it when you go to bed, because I know that's, like, a lot of times when I'm, like, winding down at night, that's when I listen to podcasts. Mm, there were a few that I had to there stop. There were a few episodes I was like, mm, not gonna listen to this right yeah. now. But. <laughs> yeah. Most of them were not that case. Um, but there are some really funny ladies. Would recommend giving them a listen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So what is your favorite podcast, Amanda? So my favorite podcast is actually, um, it's a spinoff of a comedy show. There's these two ladies, um, Corinne and Christina. They're from New York. And they have the stand-up um, show called sorry about last night and you can find them also on instagram and it'll be under sorry about last night um instagram facebook um different things like that spotify's their podcast the podcast is called guys we fucked (laughs) and it's all about different sexual relations they've had and adventures and they're just really these two two women who are just hilarious and it's it's also important to it's anti-slut shaming yeah Yeah. i was getting there so it's an anti-slut shaming podcast and it completely opens the conversation about sex because like it or not that's a normal part of life and so that's kind of what they cover and their stand-up their comedy is hilarious too but yeah they were the ones who really got me into podcasts i saw it on spotify and said this looks funny it was. It was. Um, for And That's Why We Drink, you can find their Instagram at And That's Why We Drink. Go follow them. Go follow Sorry About Last Night. Corinne and Christina, and then M and Christine. Yes. <laughs> um, go follow them. Go listen to them. They're some pretty funny ladies. Pretty great. 
Yeah, yes. for sure. So, our funny things. You really got to work on your transition. I'm sorry. I don't know what other things to, what trend, how do you transition? So with this new year, uh, we have been working out quite a bit. Yeah. Um, we haven't gone in a couple days, but it's fine. <laughs> it's okay. It's been a, it's been a rough couple days. Uh, we have been working out and we were there the other day and we realized that we need to have this as a segment on our podcast because it was just, it was too good. Gym um, stories. Gym stories. We have a lot. Well, I mean, we, I'm sure that everyone has a lot. And if you have some that you want to share that are some that are just absolutely ridiculous. If you want to email us, um, at funnyhumanspodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Slide into the DMs of Instagram or Facebook. Happy um, to take the yeah. story suggestion. Just let us know if you want us to read them on here. If you are you are allowing us to read them, giving your explicit permission. Mm-hmm. Um just let us know and we'll share. Give you a shout out. <laughs> So, stop, <laughs> Amanda. I'm sorry. We were at the gym. We're at the gym. We were cycling away. Yes. Um, we realized that no judgment, Mm-mm. judgment-free lies. Everyone judges. <laughs> like us. Sitting there, cycling. I'm not going to judge you based on how you look. I'm just going to judge you on how you use machines. Yeah. And what you do in front of mirrors. Hence, these are the stories we're talking about. So there are these two ladies in front of us. We're at the bikes, and in front of Wouldn't them even are call them like ladies. They were young. <sighs> they were probably late teens. They were on the hip adductor and abductor machines. Mm-hmm. They did not know how to use them. Granted, they're a little confusing. Like, well, and they—I don't know if you've know, knew this. There's like, there is a thing. And that's how you're supposed to use it. You're supposed to use it backwards to, like, pump your butt up. But oh, the way they were doing it, I don't know that you knew that. I was just laughing because they were not doing it right. I didn't know that. Oh, I'll show it to you. Uh, we'll link it. Don't worry. Which we didn't do last time. We need, I need to... to work on my butt pump. Mm, yeah. <laughs> need to work on the website. <laughs> the website website and the butt pump. Yeah. So, basically, they're... Getting on this machine like a horse. Yeah. Like, straddling it. These ladies are very, very small. Like. Tiny. They ha- they're working on their muscles. I'm proud of them. But they need to know that they can, they need to set the weight prior to getting on the machine. Because they had it set to, like, 15 pounds have, or something? 40? Not even 40. Like, it was, I don't know. But they could not control the weight. Um, she... Basically just got on it, and her friend had to, like, squeeze the machine back so she could get off because she was about to fall off. And it was just very funny. And as we're we're watching this, not judging at all. Just (laughs) observing. Absolutely judging. (laughs) Silently, with no facial expressions to let them know that we're judging them. We look over at the, the stretching area, and there is a guy on the floor. On this mat on the mat stretching as you do in the stretching area yeah um and the look of judgment on his face i mean i'm pretty sure his jaw had dropped by the look of disbelief and pure like he was being tormented by how these girls were using the machines and so then we just start watching him watching them oh it was classic it was great Another story is, tell, please tell about the guy who's just, sta- or was it a girl or a guy? It was guy? a girl. Standing in front 
Um, Amanda's like tanning or something. I'm walking, walking through the gym. I know tanning is bad for you, but I'm tanning for my trip to Mexico so that I don't get to Mexico and die. So before you sit there and judge me. She's acclimating her skin. Thank you. Sorry for the rant. (laughs) No one said anything. They were going to. They thought it. True. Uh, she's standing there in front of these mirrors. You know that like at least (laughs) one wall is covered in mirrors. Always. Um, so you can check out your form, take some nice pics. Gym selfies. Gym selfies. Anyways. There's not a pic, didn't happen. I walk in, wasn't judging. Every time I say I'm not judging, I really was judging. Walking, like, from the tanning area to the the locker room. And this woman, it is very late at night, and no one is there except for, like, a few people. And us. And us. And this lady is as close as you can get to the mirror... I swear she was like picking her blackheads or <laughs> I have no like nose, idea. nose to the nose to the glass. I have no idea what she was doing. I was just very confused and very tired. And I just thought, Oh, this is a good story to add things not to do with the gym. Don't pick your blackheads. Um, and at least do it in the locker room. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to judge you if you pick your blackheads, but in the bathroom, in the, in the gym, in, the in public front area. of everyone. No. So then, this is another time, we had finished working out on an arm machine. We were going to walk back. I think we were just going to, I think we were, like, finishing our workout or something. And walking back, and there was these two guys. One was lifting weights, and the other guy was standing next to him, boxing at himself in the mirror. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know what to say other than that. It was... He had, like, weights on, which I understand, like, using, like, when you're wearing gloves, they're usually a bit weighted, so he's probably Mm -hmm. practicing with the, I don't know. I'm sure he had reasons for his actions. Maybe. As most people do. Maybe we just didn't know them. It just looked funny. It was really funny looking. Because there's not a boxing area. I understand jumping, I understand, like, boxing with yourself if there's, like, a boxing punching bag or a boxing. It's also just, like, not something you're used to seeing at a very specific kind of gym. Yeah. A lot of treadmills, a lot of yeah. ellipticals, mm-hmm. four stairmasters. <laughs> yeah. A few bikes, um, weight machines. That's it. No boxing things. Other gym, I mean, not necessarily gym stories, but just feelings from the gym is eye contact. Oh. Is the weirdest. Oh. Even if you're not on a machine or running or doing any, if you're walking, like if you make eye contact with someone, I don't know why. Why it is so awkward. I know. Honestly, just making eye contact in general anywhere. Like, we were eating pizza the other day, and <laughs> we're talking, and all of a sudden Amanda looks up, and she's completely embarrassed, and I'm like, what? What's up? <laughs> and she goes, I just made eye contact with that guy, like, mid-bite. I was like, okay. She was like, it was just really uncomfortable. It was. Honestly, like, making eye contact with someone while you're taking a bite of food is just, I feel like it's just a general... Yeah. Thing people understand that's I mean, awkward. Eye contact in a conversation, yes. Good. Eye contact with a random stranger that you're like walking past momentarily, and it's just no, just no. I mean, I'm fine with the walking. If I'm like walking past, if you're like see someone, give them a nice smile. What about the people who make eye contact with you? Like, like in that situation, you mm-hmm. said nice smile, but don't smile at you. Huh? Really? Sometimes I don't smile. 
I don't know. If I make eye contact with somebody, I smile. Depends how long the eye contact is. True. Is it long enough for my neurons to go, oh, I'm making eye contact. I need to smile. Then I'll smile. You tell me. But <laughs> if it's like a quick, as I'm passing you, we touch eyes. You know what <laughs> I, I mean. I really just imagine. We it touch great. glances. <laughs> Exchange glances. Exchange, whatever the terminology is. <laughs> exchange glances i'm not gonna go out of my way to stop and say mm. i have to smile at you because if not i'm a bad human did i ever tell you okay no i agree i agree but if you like look at somebody and it registers that you're making eye contact with somebody no. i always try and smile i heard this story i don't remember if i read it or heard it but it was from this person's point of view they would always see this other uh, other girl walking to and from school every day well one day he they made eye contact and smiled at her then they just started smiling at each other every day. Well, one day she came and approached the person and said, I just wanted to thank you. And he's like, why the hell are you thanking me? <laughs> like, we've never talked ever. And she told him that day that he smiled at her, that day that they made eye contact and he, and he smiled at her, she had planned on going home and killing herself. Shit. That day. And all it took was a stranger just giving her that second to smile at her. Damn. And she was like, maybe it's not so bad. And if that, if all that it takes for me to do is to just smile at somebody, I'm going to smile at them. So when people don't smile at me back, I'm yes. like, rude. Like, what kind of human do you want to be? <laughs> Next topic of conversation. Well, originally we we're talking about gym stories. Yeah. We we're talking about embarrassing gym stories, but also we can kind of talk about, like, the good thing that, that we see at the gym is families at the gym. Yeah. It's super cute. Also, old people at the gym, and I'm not talking about, like, our parents old, because... No, we're talking about, like, actually, genuine, actual like, elderly, I would say 80 plus. I mean, some of these people in there, they're kicking butt. Like... Not that they're, like, squatting. Not, they're not the 300 club, but they're, like... But they're there. They're there exercising. And they're bettering their health, and they are staying active, which getting older is one of the best things that you can do. And weight-bearing activity, fun fact, weight-bearing activity is how you keep strong bones. It's how you, like, your muscles stay strong. If you want to age well muscle or so <laughs> weight you bearing activity <laughs> have when you're aging and you have osteoporosis which is when your bones start getting less dense mm -hmm. or brittle mm -hmm. um you really want to focus on weight bearing exercises because the more weight that you put on something it will adapt to it yep and because it physics and if you have osteoarthritis you want to do non-weight bearing activities such as swimming and that's very good for your cardiovascular health exactly look at us Look at me not being a doctor, but still knowing things. Thank you, Anatomy Lab. Like, the other day, I don't know if I told you this, but the other day we were watching, like, CSI or something upstairs. <laughs> yeah. And granted, this is CSI, so it's bullshit show. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a great show, but It's bullshit. not It's Hollywood. Accurate. Exactly. So, the guy, they, like, couldn't diagnose a stroke <laughs> or something. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't even know what it was, but they couldn't diagnose something. And I immediately, I was like, he's having a stroke, idiots. <laughs> and then like five minutes later, they're like, oh, he was having a stroke. And I'm like, no shit. <laughs> I knew this. I knew this before you did. Things you should know if you are in that field. Like wearing a white coat probably should know the signs of a stroke. Yeah. 
actually. Pissed. By the way, signs of a stroke are <laughs> one-sided weakness or numbness, um, facial droop, uh, slurred speech. Well, not typically. It's really anything. Um, severe headache can be really bad. That can be other signs. But anyway. That wasn't the point. That's but not still. the point. But if you see that, call 911. Or, I mean, if you're the person having it. Have someone call 911. Hopefully someone's near there. I hope so. Yeah. Oh. Ew. Penny. <laughs> I don't know if that picked up from the mic, but my dog just kind of burped. She just ate her dinner. And Had must, a must disgusting have been good. burp. <laughs> must have been good. Um, that is a sign of respect in other countries. Or in some other countries. Yeah. If you don't burp after a meal. If you don't, like, slurp your food in, uh, I don't want to say, like, Japan. Like, if you don't slurp your soup, if you slurp your soup, it's like saying thank you or like, "Mm, this is good. Do we know this for sure? It's some, it's some Asian country. Remind me what we were talking about prior to... Gym stories, cute old people. Oh! You were talking about signs of a stroke. Yeah. Another funny thing that happened in my international studies class today. Oh. Um, so as I said before, he's very into safety. Mm -hmm. He was talking about that. He was also talking, he, we're in, like, the BMH hall, we're on the first floor, and there is an AED. Yeah. Um, right, like, right there mm-hmm. in the entryway, and he, he's like, there is an AED in this building. I don't know what it stands for, but basically... Uh, automatic, or automated electronic defibrillator, I believe. Yeah, it's those things that you shock people back to life with. It goes... Yeah. <laughs> Not really like that, but yes. Um, they're really easy to use. It's just a voice that tells you what to do. So if anyone's having a heart attack, just grab it and press start and it'll tell you all the things. Exactly. So thank you for, that was a good transition, Amanda. You're welcome. I'm learning. Our professor, you have no idea what I'm talking about. You haven't heard the story yet. (laughs) This is just dumb luck. He's like, I at least know of one person in this classroom who is a middle-aged man who has high cholesterol talking about himself. (laughs) He's like, so I could very likely have a heart attack at any moment. It's true. He's like, I just want you guys to know. He's ready. He's prepared. That there is an AED in this building. And it's right here next to this classroom. Hmm. And he's like, then he's like, it's okay if you don't know how to use it. There's instructions. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And everyone in the class is just like, oh God. And he's like, by the way, I'm actually in really great health. Don't worry. (laughs) That's funny. He seems like a good professor. He seems nice. He is. He does seem very nice. We'll see how it goes. First day. First impression has been good. So, yeah, health. Um, old people at the gym. They're so cute. Proud of them. Good for them. And the families at the gym. We were, so speaking of families at the gym, the first day that we decided to start going back to the gym and really hit it was shortly after the new year. So, just like everyone else, they're all with their resolutions. And... We saw this one family, probably six or so people, mm-hmm. all adults, and not like family with kids, but all adults, like an all adult family, all at the gym together. Some of them were even in matching t-shirts. Yes, was adorable. like a matching jump jumpsuit, like, like a blue, like a like a velour. <laughs> I'm just explaining this, like a velour, like a tracksuit, right blue mm-hmm. tracksuit with like those like two a royal. white 
racing stripes down the side. Yeah. Matching. They were cute. They were very cute. They were they were getting it. Health. Like, good for them. Good for them. Killing it. And making the decision to do this together. Like us. Yeah. Bettering our lives. Bettering our lives. Speaking of bettering our lives, should we end this podcast with our horoscopes? I think we shall. All right. So I'm not going to read everyone's horoscopes because I'm actually reading a genuine horoscope this week. Oh. Um, so this is your horoscope for January 15th through the 21st. Okay. Um, and I am Aquarius. Aquarius. Listen to your gut feelings can be the way ahead this week, particularly if you're about to launch a major project. As positive Jupiter aligns with fervent Pluto. <laughs> wow. These are some large words. Your instinct could play a big part in how matters unfold. Also, there's a very positive focus as... I'm sorry. Why do you have to use these words to explain the planets? (laughs) There's a very positive focus as luscious Venus and the sun move into your sign. This can feel like a rebirth and chance and a chance to get going on other projects that have been in the back burner. So my horoscope, I am a Sagittarius, December 2nd. So... My horoscope this week, an idea that may have come to you in a dream or as an intuitive nudge seems to take on greater importance this week. With expansive Jupiter, your guide planet, aligning with powerful Pluto, this can be an opportunity to take things to the next level by thinking about how you can make it a reality. The new moon in your personal... Ooh. The new moon in your personal financial zone can help you kickstart this process. Communication and interaction become important with some sterling encounters opening new doors for you. Wow. Wow. New doors are opening. Speaking of new doors. So new, new doors, doors new are, doors for you and then a rebirth for me. New rebirth. So and you're going to get you're going to like have a spark of interest for old projects that have ended that you've decided to put on the back burner like packing packing christmas projects christmas projects going through things organizing all things i need to do yeah i don't know that they know i'm amanda's I'm, moving i'm moving to juno which is not near alaska or not near anchorage <laughs> sorry it's the capital of alaska not near anchorage um, so we'll actually be doing this podcast over skype yeah that has been episode two of funny humans podcast look at us look at us on episode our second two. episode and last I checked, we had like 43 listeners on episode one. Wow. I know. I really, I'm really surprised and impressed and a little taken back by how many listeners we had. I mean, granted, it's very possible that we could only have like two listeners or, okay, I underestimated. I said two last time. So maybe 10 listeners on this one, right? We're not going to hold them all. Right. But, but we really appreciate... We appreciate you. All of your support and feedback. We had some great, some great feedback from, from our listeners last week. And if I was walking next to you in a store as a stranger, I would smile at you. Thank you. I wasn't talking to you. I know, but that makes me happy. Okay. (laughs) Smile at strangers. Unless they like, like look like they're going to kill you. In which case probably don't smile at them. Don't make eye contact and keep walking. Because then you, you, I don't want you to talk with their list. Yeah. Um. There is a show on Netflix, or it was, and it was about this guy who, like, takes pictures. He was, like, on a subway, and and it's, like, a murder. I haven't watched it because I'm too scared because every time I can actually watch it, it's late at night, and I don't want to watch it by myself. Um, speaking of shows that to watch, mm-hmm. I binged watched 
an entire season of a show last night. What show? It's called The End of the Fucking World. Oh, I saw that on Netflix. Is it good? Oh my god. So sh- I should watch it tomorrow when I get off work. Watch it. Okay. Um, each ep- there's eight episodes and they're like 20 minutes long. Oh. That's um, not bad. which is why I binge watched it. All. I see now. Um, makes sense. It's just a great show. Everyone needs to watch it because 2018 is the end of the world. Maybe not 2018. Let's go for like the end of 2019 so that we can still go to Woodstock. Thank you. <laughs> but if I... you want to be on my level, watch the end of the fucking world. <laughs> Okay. Because then you'll understand. I'm excited. I'll watch it tomorrow. Okay. I binge watched a few episodes of Black Mirror yesterday mm-hmm. before bed. Um, yeah, your mind was blown, huh? Oh my goodness. I am still not on to season four yet, um, but I did watch the first episode of season mm-hmm. four with Bree and Shannon, and that was crazy. That mm-hmm. was really crazy. But I'm excited to get more into that show. Another show that people need to watch. We're just going to list off some shows right now. Yeah. Um, if you have suggestions of shows or movies we should watch, please. We love shows and, TV- and movies. Um, or books. Whatever. Mm, debatable. Okay. You can suggest books for me to read since I'm now graduated and will only be studying and doing yeah, podcasts. I don't have stuff. time for pleasure books. Um, anyways, back to the real story of what to watch. What to watch. <laughs> The Marvelous Miss oh, Maisel. it's so cute. It even won awards, didn't it, is, it? It won two Golden Globes. Dang. And honestly, it is what I want to be in life. She, like, I can just see it. They're living in New York. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I just would love to be here. She has red hair. <laughs> she has red hair? You have red hair. <laughs> Meant to be. She looks good in bright green. I look good in bright green. Probably the red hair true um but really like she is the housewife in the 1950s and in new york so fast forward to our time fast forward rachel and i have a plan Mm -hmm. that we are going to move to uh, seattle jesus new New York. york and we're gonna live in new york and because she's gonna go to medical school and be a doctor. Yeah. So whether I go to medical school in New York, possible. Get residency in New York, possible. Who knows what in New York, possible. But we're gonna live there. Right. It's so we're gonna, gonna happen. An apartment. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna live there together. Yep. And we're gonna have an extra bedroom, no matter what, because it's gonna just be a room full of all our clothes. Right. Well, I mean, I want my own room. Yeah, we're gonna have three bedrooms. Okay. Unless Anastasia lives with us, in which case we're going to have four. That's expensive in New York. It's fine. You're a doctor. You can pay for it. Yeah. So, hence this part. Rachel has in her head... (laughs) Oh, no, it's happening. So, Amanda's going to just make a lot of money and pay for the apartment. Because I'm going to be a doctor. Like, food. (laughs) I'm going to make no money. Um, I'm just going to... I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I might be a teacher. Might be a stand-up comedian. I don't know if that's going to go very well. (laughs) We'll see. But we were talking about how I am going to be the breadwinner, and I'm going to bring home the bacon. And I'm going to cook the bacon. Yep. She's going to be the trophy wife. I'm going to be the other trophy wife. Right. That makes the money. Yep. (laughs) Um, But, yep, this is how a healthy relationship is, folks. Exactly. Take notes. Communication. (laughs) Teamwork. Bacon. <laughs> Bacon. 
to oh, what they talking about? our conversation about the house teammate. House teammate because because there is no such thing as a housewife. You are a team. If you are in a relationship, you are a team. There's no one person doing all the work. Teamwork makes a dream work. All right, calm down. You're welcome. Um. Anyway. Anyways, so Miss Maisel is yeah, 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 back. this. She's a 1950s housewife to this guy. Mm-hmm. This guy wants to be a comedian. Trash. Sucks. But she's hilarious. Also, I noticed as I'm watching this with my friend, um, he we said- We can't give spoilers to this. I'm not giving spoilers. Okay. This is a life moment. Mm. I was so pumped because he goes, that's some shit you would do. And I was like, what? And and he's like, just what she said and did. And I'm like, that is the biggest compliment I've ever gotten. Because you love her. I love it's her. It's a good show. It's a good show. It's a quality show. Don't watch it with kids. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. But it's just a really great show. And apparently I got a comment that I'm like her. Therefore, life made. Yes. Um, well, I think this wraps up the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. As always, follow us on Instagram. At Funny Humans Podcast. And Facebook. At Funny Humans Podcast. And if you have any suggestions, you can email us at... Podcast at gmail.com. Nailed it. Thank God all of those were open. <laughs> See you next week.